Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today Revolut has become a massive part of a lot of our daily lives and could be starting to really rival normal banks as they launch joint accounts. Jess Kelly is News Talk's tech correspondent, the host of Tech Talk, an all-round tech guru. She joins us in studio for a chat about this. Hey, Jess. Hey, how's things? So, Revolut obviously has become part of our lives, and I think it's the quick transactions that drew people to it in the first place. But yeah. now they're starting to um, add more to the wheelhouse and really rival the traditional banks. Mm-hmm. Um, what have they been doing recently? Why is introducing a joint account such a big deal? I think it's one of a number of things that have happened in quick succession over the last 12 months that are, are making people see that Revolut is no longer just a quick way of me sending you a tenner because you bought lunch, that it is a viable option. Uh, a cheaper option as well uh, versus traditional banking. So not only can you uh, now get paid into your bank account, uh, into your Revolut account because they have IBAN numbers, um, they're talking about introducing mortgages and then today they've announced the shared accounts. So it doesn't have to be your legal partner or, you know, your, your life partner. It could be you and Carl could set up a joint Revolut account if you want. Um, any, any two people can share an account. You can also set up a joint account for you and your kids, whatever it is. They're not going to ask any questions as to the connection between the two people. Mm. And they're trying to make banking a bit more reflective of what people want. And this is the important bit of why Revolut has been so successful. You may have remember, remember a few years ago, there was another digital bank called N26 mm. that entered the market. And that kind of disappeared because the infrastructure and the ease of use just wasn't there in comparison to Revolut. But isn't that the worry, though? With um, You know, there's something reassuring about bricks and mortar, about going through your local village and actually seeing a branch, all, you know, as albeit that they're disappearing quite quickly. Yeah. But it, there's a little bit of reassurance that, you know, maybe if it all went pear-shaped again, that, you know, they would be bailed out and your money would be safe. Whereas... Banks with a more digital presence, you don't, I don't know, whether it's real or imagined, that sense of security in terms of what would happen to my money if I wake up and I see a, you know, I hear a news report on Today FM News saying, that bank is now gone. Yeah, look, the thing is, Revolut is, it's a guaranteed bank. It does have a lot of the same protections. That's why the move around the IBANs and that's why they're expanding their services because there is that extra bit of security now. Um, so your monies are protected like up to, I can't remember what the figure is, but it's more than I have anyway, uh, That that's protected. Mm. Uh, I do think that thing of, you know, walking down your local high street and seeing the local bank. The reality is, you know, I'm 34. I couldn't tell you the last time I was in a bank. Genuinely, I don't yeah. think I could tell you. Well, I I probably say something that nobody says uh, very much these days, but I, I feel sorry for the traditional banks in a yeah. way because, you know, they're trying to mimic these, you know, sort of um, lightweight banks in terms of less clutter, less bricks and mortar, less overhead so they can deliver cheaper things. But every time they try and change something in their traditional banking setup, there's nothing but a sea of angry fists waving in the air saying, we want, what about old people and why can't I go into the bank and get someone to help me? Yeah. So they're kind of caught between two stools while, you know, the likes of Revolut just come in and go, hey man, it's all cool, it's all on the phone and none of us seem to have an issue with it. Yeah, but I think that 
that is it comes down to age demographics it really mm. does and what Revolut is trying to do by adding all of these new features is showing that it's a bank for everybody it's not just for the young people anymore it's mm. not a case of you know if you're 21 and younger you're on Revolution. if you're older than that then you're traditional banking I think the the biggest mistake the traditional banks made in this instance not overall is that they didn't move fast enough they were the, the leaders in banking and they didn't respond to the digital transformation fast enough. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the apps are still not not painful. up to scratch. They're uh, utterly painful. Mm. Like up until a few months ago with my bank, I couldn't view my PIN or reset my PIN on the phone. You know, you'd have to either call the bank and wait for something to come out in the post and then go to an ATM and verify it and then do this and that and the other. Now, obviously, there can't be any compromise on security because we don't want that to happen to our money. But what Revolut has done is shown that there's another way of doing things and it is about mindset. But it goes back to something that we've spoken about before, which is education. So we need to ensure that the older people are shown that the technology is safe, that it works and that it's beneficial. And the younger people are shown how to use it responsibly. Because, you know, I'm really concerned at the moment. There's a whole host of online shopping sites that are using a service that sort of pushes the buy now, pay later type thing. Mm. And... Because it's very easy to have all of your banking information stored within your phone and stored within your browser, you can sign up to these things pretty much straight away. And I don't know that we're doing good financial education in terms of how to be responsible with your money. One of the things that I love on Revolut, I just got it this morning, is like the weekly roundup of how much you've spent and where you're spending. And you get notifications if a subscription is going to come out over the next few days mm. so you can take action. But we need to sort of focus on those elements. I would say I'm rubbish with money, like absolutely rubbish with money. And the, the reason I use Revolut is to try and keep track of my spending because my traditional banking app just isn't at the races. Yeah, well, a friend of mine uh, yesterday described all our kind of monthly subscriptions to Netflix and the like uh, to financial death by a thousand cuts yeah. you know, you know they're all just little things disappearing out of your account but it all it all, it adds, all up. adds up yeah. did I hear Revolut possibly going into car insurance as well yeah and this, will it be cheaper yeah this is something that again it's it's not only are they satisfied going satisfied going after the banks they're now going after the insurance companies so uh, they introduced uh, car insurance here in Ireland last month and they're saying that they will be more transparent about the fees and the assessment of of your insurance costs but also you can get cheaper insurance if you consent to having uh, tracking technology in your car that will feed back to try and help identify the safe drivers who should be getting uh, cheaper fees. Isn't that worrying on many levels? I mean you're obviously being tracked yeah. a, a lot um, a lot of people have issue with that um, what's going to happen that data of your movements who's that going to be um, possibly sold off to and what algorithms are they using to define what a safe driver is and how would that be used possibly against you could it actually work not in your favour yeah it is something that I've been thinking about quite a bit since this was announced and the other thing that concerns me is that say for example and touch what it doesn't happen but if, if someone was in an accident how would the data be interpreted Interpreted as to who was to blame for the accident because we know that we've got Gardaí and investigators who do their thing but if you then also have the insurance company saying well look that's your findings as you know law enforcement but our findings based on our devices and our algorithms and our interpretation of the data is mm -hmm. actually something different so that's something to be wary of I do think the analytics 
can be useful in some regards. It'll give people greater insight into where they're going, why they're going, how often they go. It may prompt people to realise, well, actually, maybe I don't need a big four by four. Maybe a little EV, you know, smart car could get me around and do the job. And you get better insights that will hopefully save you money overall. But I do think it's something we need to go into eyes wide open. Like I know I'm wearing an Apple Watch. If my health data went to my health insurer, I'd say they'd have a kitten fit and uh, <laughs> my premium would go through yes, the roof. You thank know? God there are no algorithms. No, like, thank you. Hmm, you had 17 pints of the weekend. <laughs> and you've walked five steps since Tuesday. Yes, health insurance is now €2,000 an hour. Yeah, great. Yes. Uh, well, look, thanks so much, uh, Newstalk's tech correspondent and host of Tech Talk, Jess Kelly, uh, for telling us about the whole world of Revolut. Actually, there's one quick question for mm. you uh, that's come in. Jess, uh, Revolut have been emailing me seeking my personal tax info should I give it to them or is it none of their business so this is kind of the another one of these you know are, are these texts and stuff legit and how do we know and the more digital we go with our money then the more exposed we are to, to possibly suspect emails and the like yeah so it depends on how you receive this uh, communication if it was from a text or an email what I'd recommend you do is open the Revolut app tap in the right hand corner and you'll see there if it is a legitimate thing if you are being prompted they do require uh, different information in terms of your date of birth your tax residency and all that kind of stuff uh, just to ensure that you're legitimate like you're not using it mm. for nefarious purposes uh, I wouldn't click on a link that comes in if that came in to me via a text or an email I wouldn't engage with yeah. it uh, go in through the app but they do need this type of information to verify that you are who you say you are are they going to be doing mortgages is that the plan yeah they, they've announced or they've announced their plans to do this uh, so yeah they, they absolutely are they're looking to get people who are in sort of the 21 to 45 demographic to shimmy away from traditional banks to have the app be the home of all of their activities and the other thing I would say with Revolut is it is an attractive option if you have Revolut but never scroll down to the very end of the app and you will see all the cashback offers you can get and all the promotions that you can get. There's ways that you can benefit and I think the longer that it is good for the consumer and they feel like they have a relationship even with this app, uh, they will be more inclined to go down the route of mortgage car insurance, maybe one day health insurance personal insurance, whatever it is uh, so, so they're in a very good spot to keep growing at the moment. Mm. Okay, Jess Kelly uh, thank you for telling us all about that. Dermot and Dave. Weekday from 9am today